You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rock, visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So today we finally have an end. We finally have an end. The, the terrible, horrible, no good, worst season in program history, statistically speaking, is over for our men's basketball team. Uh, with a 64 to 70 loss to Clemson in the first round of the ACC tournament, and we end the season at 11 and 21. Again, most losses uh, in in most losses in school history, first ever 20 loss season, and we went out the same way that we were most of the year. Right? We did the thing where it was like, oh yeah, they're battling, they're keeping it close, but we just don't do enough to win the game. Number one. And number two, we did the thing where we make everybody's big looks like look like just an amazing, just a wonderful, just a, a splendiferous, unstoppable force uh, against man and and or against uh, us. And then on top of that, uh, we ran into the problem of we ran into the problem of only two of our big three deciding to show up today, which, again, has been a constant theme. Right. This has been a constant theme that we've we've seen uh, for much of the year. So. We're going to get into the how we're going to get into the why. And, you know, I'm also going to talk about where I believe this program is and, and, you know, my thoughts about Keats and this team after this season. Okay, so first thing first, if we're talking in terms of, you know, what what we are in in, um, if we're talking in terms of what this game was, rather. This game is very simply. Just what we've been seeing all season. So I don't know why anybody would be wildly surprised by it or or wildly upset by it. This is what we've seen all season again and again and again and again. And actually, in some respects, this was better basketball than we've seen for most of the season. Because this is one of the first. We had 13 assists to 7 turnovers. This is one of the first times that we nearly doubled up our uh, assist to turnover ratio all year. One of the very first. And so let again, let's get into uh what happened, how it happened, all that good stuff. All right. So obviously I alluded to uh us making their big look like a god amongst men, and I'm talking about PJ Hall, 18 points, seven to twelve from the field, four blocks, ten rebounds, three assists, you know, it, he was all over the place. He was all over the place. Again, we made that man look like prime Hakeem Olajuwon. And and that's just what our bigs are this year. That's just the reality of what our bigs are this year. It's it's not fun. It's not a, a good thing. It's not but it's what we've been all year. So if anybody is confused by game uh thirty two as to what this team is, that's not on them. That's on you. That's on you. They've done it all year. Why you expected something different? I don't know. But now, uh, that was one part of the equation. The other part, Darian Sebron put up 19 on, on 5 of 16 shooting. Jericho Hellams 
put up 13 on three of uh, 13 shooting. And it, again, it just, it was just one of those things. Terquavian Smith, um, three, two of 13, all of seven from deep, seven points. Like, you know, it, and don't get me wrong. Terquavian played, the, the stat line taught, showed you how bad his shot selection was. Outside of his shot selection, this was one of his better games. He affected the game positively in many other ways outside of his shot selection. But with that being said, we still get, we're still we we're not a team that can survive without what, uh, any one of our big three not clicking, and that was the case. That was the case tonight. And so we walk away with the result that we walk away with. Um, and other than other than uh, P.J. Hall, Nick Honor also went off for Clemson for 13 on 5 of 11 shooting. Again, this game, you know, you just you just kind of you look at it, you're disappointed. But what can you say? What what can you do? Honestly, I mean, you had two guys uh, from Clemson. David Collins as well had uh, double digit rebounds and that's a guard. Not a particularly big one. So with that being said, you know, it's just it's very disappointing. Very disappointing. But limited ball movement, no sets, just kind of vibes. Defensively, same type of situation. Uh, to me, I I thought it was very clear. Every time P.J. Hall touched the ball on the inside, we should have been doubling hard. There should not have been any, any thought about anything else. Listen, if they get open, if they can knock down open shots, good for them. That's where you win the game. But that didn't happen. That realistically did not happen. So, you know, we, we get what we get out of that. But it's it's uh it's it's very again, just just disappointing. Just disappointing to see, you know. Because like we've always seen all this year, you compete, you battle all that good stuff, but like Casey Morcel said a, a couple games ago, you don't get a trophy for competing for 20, 25 minutes. You don't get a trophy for competing for for 38 minutes. You don't get a trophy for competing. Heck, even the entire game. You still don't get a trophy for competing the entire game, but losing it. That's just not how this thing works. Sorry to tell you. Sorry to tell you. It's it's a very disappointing time. Very disappointing end to the season, but not a surprising end. And honestly, I'm glad it ended. I'm glad it's over. Again, worst season in NC State history in terms of total losses. Absolute worst. Darian Sebron tallied uh, 12 rebounds as well, and, and Jericho Helms had eight rebounds. And so uh, the, the rebounding gap wasn't as bad as it normally is. They they beat us 46-41. Uh, but, again, we we couldn't do anything with P.J. Hall, and that's that's what this game came down to. When we needed a timely stop, when we just needed to make sure that he didn't uh, score, we we weren't able to do so. We weren't able to do so, and that's the reality. And also, again, we putting up shots, putting up whatever. I mean, at one point in time, Darian Sebron pulled a uh, pull-up three, and I'm just like, come on, come on. If that's the play that you're drawing up, <sighs> if that's the play that you're drawing up in this situation, you know, 
at the end of the day, we all knew, again, we all knew that this was happening, right? Like, people were joking about, oh, uh, the Wolfpack are 11 wins away from a national championship, but, like, we all knew that they weren't, this team, we're, we weren't rattling off 11 straight. We had 11 wins on the season coming into the game. I mean, come on now. Come on. We knew. We knew. This was no surprise to anybody. Again, very, very bad. Uh, very bad all the way around. Our bigs, not much was there at all. Not much was there in, in any regard. Uh, Dewana and Gibson combined for 14 points and seven rebounds in one block. You know, like, not not much there. Not much there at all. Off the bench, Cam Hayes didn't tally a single statistic except for two assists and one turnover in his seven minutes uh, off the bench. Breon Pass put up uh, four points and uh, one turnover, no assists. Again, you know, it's not – nobody should be wildly surprised. Nobody should be wildly surprised by what happened in this game. Darian Sebron did his thing as always. Put up really good numbers as always. Jericho Hellams, I, a guy who, you know, I was expecting more from at times. He did all right. He did fine enough. But it's, Tequadian Smith ain't rolling. This team is not, not going to win many games. That's just the reality. That is just the reality of what we're looking at. Again, this the the it's been a bitter season, and the sweetest thing about it is that it's over at this point. But another thing that is guaranteed to be sweet is Built Bar. Built Bar has has seen us through uh, holding down our New Year's resolution so far. And if yours is in eating healthy and eating right and trimming up and all that good stuff, you can still accomplish it if you're sticking with Built Bar. Have you tried Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're marshmallow, they're fluffy, marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puff, puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors, including churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're all so good. These are going to be your new favorite. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. That includes Puffs. Uh, yes, that includes Puffs, 100% real chocolate, and... Uh, some candy bars contain up to two or 300 calories. We'll check these macros out. Built, most built bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. So go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Also, let me talk to you all about Stat Hero. March Madness is right around the corner. And again, our men are not going to be participating in any way, shape, form, or fashion. But Stat Hero uh, is here for you if you do want to get some betting in anyway. Stat Hero's single game pick'em pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid fantasy, uh, hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that does not rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. These are simple. Uh, the simple sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes. This is what Daily Fantasy was meant to be. Sign up free right now at StatHero.com slash LockedOn and use promo code LockedOn for 100% deposit match. That's StatHero.com slash LockedOn 
Use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. Again, stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and conditions do apply. So now's the time to review the season overall, where this program is, and, and all that good stuff. Because Coach Keats said, and I quote, uh, I love where this I love where this program is at uh, right now. And, and you know, this is this is one of those moments where you have to ask yourself because a lot of people have been uh, going over that quote and talking about how ridiculous it is. And, and so it's one of those moments where you have to ask yourself, like, all right, what what is Coach Keith seeing? Is there is there a world where we'd be on the same page or or is he just talking nonsense that that we need to uh, forever ignore for the rest of our lives? Right. So here's here's what I'm going to say. OK, here's what I'm going to say about this season. This season, if I had to give this team a grade, and and in this grade, I'm factoring in all of the injuries and all of the, the um, yeah, pretty much just all of the injuries and, and everything along those lines, as well as the scholarship reduction uh, in what I'm going to grade this team. And to me, it that's – okay, so – and I'm, I'm getting – a little lost in my words here because I want to be fair to this team, but I still want to be honest. The reality is this team, this season for me gets a D not a D plus, not a D minus, not an F a D. And let me tell you why to me, a, the, the reason this team gets a D is because yes, Manny Bates was big time. Yes. Yes. He is an excellent, excellent, excellent shot blocker who defensively is immensely valuable, immensely valuable. And all the games that you look at, if you're talking about how many closed games he would have turned to tight end, because let's be honest with ourselves, right? There was a lot of like, oh, well, Manny isn't isn't prime Hakeem Olajuwon or anything like that. Absolutely, absolutely. But even if we're like completely ignoring what, what Coach Key said as far as like, oh, we'd be a 25 to to 30 uh i'm sorry a 20 to 25 win team whatever the case may be right if we look at all the games we lost and let's say manny bates makes eight points worth of difference per game on this team right as in comparison to uh having to start ebenezer dewana who obviously ran into foul trouble having uh ross and, and gibson be your backups and then obviously ross gets hurt and all that good stuff let's say he's worth eight points a game okay how many of these losses would have turned into wins, okay? Uh, so the loss against Oklahoma State would have. The loss against Louisville would have. Obviously, Purdue uh, would have, sure. Uh, Richmond, we lost by nine, still losing that one. Wright State, lost by 14, still losing that one. Miami, that would have made it uh, a tie ball game. We'll go ahead and give that tie to the runner. Miami wins that one. Uh, so... Now, going going through December, going through December, we've we've overturned, quote unquote, uh, the the Oklahoma State game, the Louisville game and the Purdue game. But that's that's pretty much it there. And then uh, you go into January, you've got the Florida State game, which we lost by two. Um, let's say we win that one. Clemson. Which again, that that one to me is is 
the one that would have the biggest impact because, again, I don't think P.J. Hall is getting off the way that he has against our current bigs and the way that he is uh, there. Sure, Duke, we still lose that one. Uh, Virginia Tech, we lost by three the first time, so we we take that one. Uh, you're looking at Notre Dame. Again, they won by exactly eight, so I'm going to give the tie to the runner again. Notre Dame takes that one. Um, UNC, we lost by 20 the first time. Syracuse, we lost by seven, so we'll we'll take that one. Um, Notre Dame, we lost by, I want to say, 12 the second time. Yeah, we lost by 12 the second time, so we don't get that one. Wake Forest, we lost by 18. Pitt, we lost by two, so we'll get that one. Uh, Boston College, again, we're giving eight points, so we, we can't give ourselves the benefit of the doubt for any of these. Um, North Carolina, second time. And Wake Forest, we lost by 25. And Florida State, we lost by 13. In this game against Clemson, we lost by six. So we would have a total of, of nine games overturned, and that's if Manny Bates was uh, eight points worth of value. Eight. I mean, you know, like, yes, that is a 20-win a team and all. But still, he was gone early enough in the season that you look up and you say, all right, an adjustment should have been made. Because even if we're talking about, well, the injury to him was was huge. Okay, I understand that. But you do know it's the head coach's job to go out and get his backup. It's the head coach's job to do so. It, it doesn't fall on anybody else. I promise you, it doesn't fall on the backup point guard to go get Manny Bates' replacement. It doesn't fall on the equipment staff to do so. It doesn't fall on the assistant coach to do so. The, although the assistant coach should be pivotal in doing that. Doesn't fall on any of those people. It falls squarely on the shoulders of the head coach. And again, it's it's unfortunate. It really is that things shook out how they did. But again, the the team has to get better. Has to. Has to as a unit. And another reason I give this team uh a D is because the talent is there. We have seen these guys go off for individual games where it is just sheer and utter dominance from not just our, our big three, but the, the reality is we've seen sheer and utter dominance at times from guys outside our big three. And we saw Cam Hayes who took a huge step back. That is a problem to me because why? I want to know why the regression happened. Normally, when you see a regression like that, there is some clear explanation or, or an injury or something along those lines. He was healthy all season for the most part. He had more health things going on last year than this year, and he was better. So what what is the problem? What is the problem? What is the reason that we're not getting things done as they should? Somebody needs to explain it to me. Somebody needs to explain it to me like I'm a, a, a fifth grader because this is just, it's nonsense that I don't understand. It really and truly is. And then as we, uh, as we, Another thing that I need to talk about is Ebenezer Dewana showed promise as a shot blocker. That is it. That is the only positive thing to say about our bigs out of this year. Ernest Ross looked like he was swimming, looked like he was just, he he just was not ready for the moment every time he stepped on the court. Jalen Gibson, much of the same way. Although Jalen Gibson did show flashes of he can be a really good player. I, I'll give Jalen Gibson that. He showed flashes of he can be really successful somewhere else. Or you know what? Maybe even he could be successful here in Raleigh, but it would take a complete 
180 in terms of, of just mentality because it's one thing to have a player who is quicker than you, who is stronger than you, whatever the case may be. But there is a certain amount of dog and fight out of bigs that I just did not see out of our bigs this year. I, I just didn't see it. I saw it. Actually, let me take that back. I saw it out of Ebenezer at times, but that's about it. That's about it. So, you know, I, I not really impressed there. Our wing play, Darian Sebron did all he could. He did all he could. I don't care what anybody says about, oh, he floundered down the stretch or whatever the case may be. Do y'all understand that this man led the team in nearly every statistical category? He was our leading scorer. He was our leading rebounder. He was our leader. Um, he was our, our leader in terms of assist. The next, he had 102 assists on the season. Do y'all know how many the next guy up had? 67. It was tied between Terquavian Smith and Cam Hayes. And again, we talked about how bad Cam Hayes had been at times this year. So, like, come on. Come on now. Led the team in steals as well. Again, he did everything. To me, to even ask that much of one man and not expect him to break down, to wear down late, I don't know what you want. I I, I really don't. I really don't. Uh, Jericho Helms, I expected a little more from. I expected him to be in that 15-plus point range this year. I really and truly did. And let me tell you why. I expected him to use his versatility as far as either way you go, most games he should have had a matchup. He should have either been quicker than the guy that was checking him or he should have been bigger than the guy that was checking him. Because the roles in which he played as the the stretch four in the in the situation that we had with um, obviously Manny being hurt and, and guys all having to kick down one and, and at times even playing a five, that is, yes, you're at a disadvantage defensively, sure, but the offensive mismatch should make up to that for that to some degree. And it just it didn't happen in the way that, that I thought it would. And again, not to say that he didn't play well or not to say that he, he played horribly. What I'm saying is I expected more from the senior. I expected my I expected the senior to lead this thing. I expected him to say, you know what? I see what Darian C. Brown is doing. I'm gonna meet you there. That's our level. That's our standard. That's where we're going now. And it never happened. Out of our guard play. Again, we've already talked about Cam Hayes. To Quavian Smith, he was electrifying. He was exciting. He's a freshman. He does he did freshman things, okay? But even still, even still, with him being a freshman and doing freshman things. I, I think that it may get lost upon some people that um, he was not terrible from the field or from deep. And I'm, I mean, not not like volume-wise, like, oh, he made a lot of shots, he took a lot. No, no, no. 40% from the field ain't terrible. It's not terrible, especially for a freshman. It really ain't bad. It really ain't bad for a freshman uh, sharpshooter. 37% from deep? Hold on now. Hold on. And again, he he figured out later in the season how to affect the game positively, uh, even when he was not shooting well, which I think that's that to me is very important for a young guy to figure out. Very important. We've talked about Cam Hayes and how he's going missing the nauseam this year. Thomas Allen, I 
I just don't know. I just don't know what happened. It just seemed like he was very tentative and and not wanting to shoot the ball a lot. But like, I, if if Sebron drives and kicks it out to you, young man, you got to shoot that shot. You've got to let it fly. If somebody finds you open, you're a good shooter. You've got to let it fly. And it just seemed like at times he wasn't too interested. Uh, Breon Pass, I mean, it wasn't the, wasn't a terrible freshman season. wasn't a great one either. I, I want to say a completely mediocre uh, season. He struggled a lot out of the gates, started to pick it up down the stretch a little bit. And, again, he's always provided defense and energy, which are two things that this team needed a lot. So not really going to knock him and, and say too much there. But, uh, again, that's – we – at the end of the day, this team gets a D because we were not better than the sum of our parts. And our parts showed flashes of the talent, showed flashes of the ability, but could never piece it together and put together a cohesive string of games. I don't think we won back-to-back ACC games all year. With this team, again, when Manny Bates got hurt, I was asked in one of the Twitter spaces hosted by the Red and White Pod. By the way, shout out to those guys. Go listen to them. They do great work. When I was asked when I was in one of the Twitter spaces, well, what do you think this team's ceiling is with Manny Bates hurt? I said their absolute ceiling, about eighth in the ACC. About eighth. And we ended up dead last. So, you know, obviously ceiling is ceiling for a reason. It's everything goes right. It's you don't have... Uh, 30% of your, your scholarship players injured at some point in time or whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, again, we were not super injured for that many games. And again, the players who should have stepped up, who should have showed up, did not. They just did not. So there's there's nothing you could do about that. And even if we're not talking about the players, again, the coaching why would we call a timeout at the end of Florida State with Darian Sebron driving? Why? Like, they, this isn't just about the players. Why did we not have any offensive set that we can commit to memory? Why? Like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, yes, the players didn't uh, perform at their optimal, optimal levels. But also, uh, as a coach, it's your job to put players in positions to succeed. And were they put in positions to succeed? I'm not going to say that they were to a high level. So, as I've already said on this show before, I wouldn't be upset if, if Boo wasn't bringing Keats back. I would not be terribly mad at that. But also, with that being said, we do know he's coming back, so that's that's that. Like I said, it's his job to put his players in position to win. Did he do that effectively this year? Not really sure. Not really sure. But let me tell you about Run Your Pool, who is going to put you in position to win. March Madness is only a few weeks away, and that means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to run your brackets. Are you going for the usual? Or are you looking for the best? We've done our homework, and we're running our brackets here with RunYourPool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X. They have options to edit scoring as well, and they offer more intel to make your picks, all the stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. Clearly, we believe in Run Your Pool because, like I said, we're running our brackets on there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot of the cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends, family, whoever. Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing you and beating you there. Also, let me talk to you about Rock Auto. 
With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts that your car will need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure the often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning about your vehicle and wait while the person behind the counter orders parts on their uh, computer choosing only the brand that their warehouse happens to carry? Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Do not spend 30 or 50 or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. So go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com So we're about to land this thing, but in conclusion, this game was a microcosm of the season. A whole lot of, um, whole lot of, of watching other teams' bigs just absolutely feast on us, uh, make us look like little kids out there. And, and that's what happened again uh, with P.J. Hall in this game. Um, we saw better ball movement for the first half, but in the second half we devolved back into, I want to say there were three or four possessions straight where we chucked up threes um, and there was no, the three was off isolation in a pick and roll. Like there, there was no ball movement. There was no, you know, driving kick. There was no player movement. Again, no set. That's like, ah, oh, okay, I see what we're doing here. Just, just vibes. That's pretty much it. So, you know, that's. I mean, hey, again, I give this team a D, and not just because we lost twenty games, but because of the way we lost them. Because of the fact that we saw the talent was there to win more, and we didn't get it done. The fact that the talent was inconsistent. Because again, there's only so much you can put on Keats. There's only so much you can put on Keats, so there's that. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate you every single time. Peace and love, y'all, and as always, go Pack. You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 